Welcome to the Library Love Fest podcast. I'm Virginia Stanley. I'm Chris Connolly. And I'm Lainey Mays. We are the library marketing team at HarperCollins Publishers. Above all, we love bringing librarians and great books together. Join us every week as we present buzzworthy books through author interviews, conversations with editors, and expert opinions from librarians like you. Enjoy the show. Book Buzz, HarperCollins Book Buzz. Check it out. Book Buzz, HarperCollins Book Buzz. Brought to you by Library Love Fest. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. We're very excited to be back with another Library Reads list for the month of March. I can't believe that it is already almost March. That's a year from when we were in the office. So strange. I still have a half cup of coffee sitting at my office desk. I'm pretty sure <laughs> it is probably sentient at this point, but that's cool. Um, yeah, and at least we have the library reads list to keep us company, and it's been it's been a good year in that respect. Yeah, on wonderful books, lo- lovely authors, and we get to do this with regularity. So, yeah. so our one of my favorite podcasts that we do is we tell you the library reads list and then we let you listen to some clips from the authors that write in as their acceptance speech of sorts it's not you know the oscars but it's pretty close for us um so before we do that chris do you want to tell them who made the list for march 2021 i'd be happy to okay so the first author to be selected for the March Library Reads list is S.J. Bennett, author of The Windsor Knot. Congrats, S.J. So we uh, hosted S.J. on our door-to-door program. I hope many of you saw us interview her. This is the first book in a new crime series featuring Queen Elizabeth II solving crimes while carrying out her royal duties. So much librarian love as evidenced by its selection on the list. Congrats, SJ. Next up, we have not one, not two, but three Library Reads Hall of Fame authors. So hold on to your hats. First, we have a new inductee to the Library Reads Hall of Fame with Act Your Age Eve Brown by Talia Hibbert. Congrats, Talia. All right, so this is the third and I believe final entry into the Brown Sisters trilogy. Um, So much love for all three books. The previous selections were Get a Life, Chloe Brown, November 2019, and then Take a Hint, Danny Brown, June 2020. So a perfect three for three. Welcome to the Library Reads Hall of Fame. I love these series. They're so great. And it's so special that she got all three on the Library Reads list. And that's what put her in the Hall of Fame. Um, and we had her on door to door and she was one of the first authors, I think maybe the first to ever do our Instagram door to door author takeovers. And that's, you know, on our feed. So you can go check it out. She did a great job showing us her writing space. So thank you for everything she's done for us for, and to tell the book to librarians. Yeah, for sure. All right. The next new inductee to the Library Reads Hall of Fame is Kate Quinn with The Rose Code. Kate is so wonderful. One of the best historical fiction authors working today. 
We also hosted her on our door-to-door -door program and she's so passionate and supportive, just a wonderful person. Uh, her previous selections were the Alice Network, June 2017 and the Huntress, February 2019. So this is her third book on the list. She is now on the Library's Hall of Fame. Very, very deserving. So excited for Kate. Kate returns to World War II with a story of three female code breakers at Bletchley Park. Uh, and they are reunited years later when an old enemy resurfaces. Always page turners with Kate, always full of fantastic historical details. This is no exception. So congrats, Kate. Okay, now the final book that we will be announcing for the March Library Reads list is Every Value Break by Peter Swanson. Peter. So Peter was already on the Library Reads Hall of Fame. He had three previous selections, Her Every Fear, January 2017, All the Beautiful Lies, April 2018, and then Eight Perfect Murders in the March 2020 list. So this is his fourth book. He is already part of the Library Reads Hall of Fame, a librarian favorite, one of the best thriller authors working today. Uh, this follows a bride's honeymoon and a stranger, or is he a stranger, who appears unexpectedly claiming some nefarious connections. So fantastic psychological thriller, just such a smart mystery thriller author, and uh, we're very, very happy for him. So Peter, congrats. So that's it. That's the list. Um, and now, as Lainey mentioned, best part of this whole thing is hearing from the authors themselves. Do we want to go ahead with that, Lainey? Yes, so first we have an audio from S.J. Bennett. Hello, I'm Sophia Bennett, and I'm the author of The Winds Are Not, the first in a series called Her Majesty the Queen Investigates. This is my first adult novel, and I'm more honoured and grateful than you can possibly imagine that it's been picked for library reads. I mean, wow, thank you. I grew up as an army kid. When I was seven, we moved from the UK to a little village high up a misty mountain in the new territories of Hong Kong. I was missing my friends and my old life, but what kept me going was that once every couple of weeks, one of the smallest libraries in the world would park at the end of the road. It was a vehicle the size of an ice cream truck. My mother would take me up the steps, we would take out as many books as we were allowed, and I devoured adventure stories and classics, forgettable books and series that I still hold dear to my heart. Since then, libraries and librarians have sustained me every step of the way with your knowledge and enthusiasm for literature, your recommendations and telepathic understanding of what readers need next. A couple of times in my previous career as a children's author, I was lucky enough to attend the British School Librarian Awards at the Houses of Parliament. One time, all the authors got talking about what libraries meant to us and men and women alike, we became tearful. They were our safe spaces as children our doors into vivid worlds of the imagination, our access to science, truth and knowledge, and of course, the doors to our careers. I know the fabulous work you do, and from across the pond in London, it means the world to me that you've chosen the Windsor Knot to add to your list. It really is the biggest honour I can imagine. I hope the book gives your readers an enjoyable peep into the mystical world behind the royal curtains. Murder aside, I've tried to make it as authentic as I can, Living under the spotlight as she does, it amazes me that the Queen is still sane, never mind the wise, funny and kind woman my family have encountered many times. In The Windsor Knot, there's a sense that she makes those in her care feel safe. A good person is in charge, who always does the best she can in difficult and dangerous times. Don't we all need a little of that right now? 
I want to thank David Highfill, my editor at William Morrow, for bringing this new series to the US, and also Virginia, Chris and Laney, who do such great work in spreading the word about new books. You make a wonderful team. I'm so delighted to have the opportunity to be on the podcast today. Huge thanks to all of you. That was really, really sweet. She is. She is so lovely. That was very, very kind. And uh, we're so happy for her. Yeah. So happy, so. It's our pleasure to be able to talk about the book, but that was very kind of you, mm -hmm. you Sophia. So let's hear from Talia. Hello, I'm Talia Hibbert, the author of Actual Age, Eve Brown, which is a romantic comedy about finding yourself, about adults with autism, about avoiding rogue waterfowl wherever possible because they are nefarious at heart and countless other things. I want to say such a huge thank you to all the librarians and the library staff who have offered so much support to this book and also to the entire Brown Sisters series. It has honestly been such a dream come true for me. Um, I wrote this romance with autistic main characters because I'm on the autistic spectrum myself and as a child, no matter how I felt or what I was going through, the one place I was always happy to visit was the library. And, you know, most of that was because I was and still am a giant bookworm, but it was also because of all the work library staff do to make the library feel like such a safe and welcoming space. So it really means the world to me now to have support from a community of librarians and library staff. Thank you so much. And I hope everyone enjoys Act Your Age, Eve Brown. Oh. Well, you can say that was so honest and heartfelt and yeah. Just... Yeah, that means a lot. And I know those, the whole series means so much to a lot of librarians and truly this last book was, it was really wonderful to see those two characters. Next, let's hear from Kate Quinn. Hi. I'm Kate Quinn, author of The Rose Code. The Rose Code tells the World War II story of three very different women, a beautiful blue-blooded debutante who is dating a prince, a tart-tongued London shop girl looking to better herself by means of a secretarial course and a library card, and a shy crossword-solving spinster who can't even conceive of a life where she isn't squashed under her bullying mother's thumb. These three are all recruited to work as code breakers at the mysterious Bletchley Park, a secluded country manor where the best and brightest minds in Britain work in direst secrecy, breaking Hitler's supposedly unbreakable military codes. I'm fascinated by code breaking, and I think a lot of us are, because why else would there be so many scenes in movies where the hero or heroine is staring into space, and then they suddenly start drawing connections madly all over a wall or a notepad, and we watch admiringly as everything suddenly becomes clear. And Bletchley Park's history, Breaking the Enigma Codes, is one of the great unsung triumphs of the Second World War. And when I learned that up to three-quarters of the codebreakers were women by 1945, I knew I wanted to tell this story about the ladies of Bletchley Park. Their work was hard and stressful, and there are lots of scenes in The Rose Code where you see brilliant, coffee-fueled women madly scribbling connections together on that notepad. But I realized that my three very different codebreaker heroines would need other ways to bond, since secrecy prevents them from talking about their work. And they end up bonding through books, because these women might come from all walks of life, but they are all voracious readers. 
So when they aren't breaking codes, they're starting a book club and raiding the Bletchley Park Library. And The Rose Code became a novel about book lovers as well as code breakers. My mother was a librarian, so I grew up running around libraries. I had a library card from the moment I could string words together, and I was carrying huge piles of paperbacks home every single week. Libraries are where I learned to love storytelling, they nurtured me as a reader and eventually a writer, and librarians have always been my rock stars. So I could not have been more thrilled to hear that The Rose Code has been chosen as a March 2021 Library Reads pick. And since it's the second of my books to make the top 10 list, I have apparently landed in the Library Reads Hall of Fame. I will not embarrass myself here by hopping up and down and squealing the way I did when I first heard the news. I will just say thank you to librarians everywhere. Thank you for reading. Thank you for voting. And thank you for helping me get the Rose Code into the hands of readers everywhere. She so eloquent and just... Her books are so, so good. I mean, I, I remember when the Alice Network was first published and the, the response to that was just off the walls, amazing and completely deserving. I mean, as far as just amazing pacing, fantastic characters, she's just so, so smart. So congrats, Kate. Thanks for the message. She's a big supporter of librarians, as you heard, and that was very, very uh, great to hear. Um, very sweet. Yes. Okay. okay. And then last but not least is Peter Swanson. So let's hear from Peter. Hi, this is Peter Swanson here to tell you a few things about my next book, Every Value Break. As you can maybe guess from the title, which is a line from Every Breath You Take by The Police, one of the creepiest radio hits ever, if you really listen to the lyrics, is that this is the book about a stalker. At least it starts out that way. My main character, Abigail Baskin, drinks too much at her bachelorette party and has a fling, and this fling follows her to an island off the coast of Maine where she is celebrating her honeymoon. I won't say too much else about what happens next, except that things on the island start to get pretty strange. If the first half of the book was inspired by Fatal Attraction, the second half of the book is more akin to something like Shutter Island or even The Stepford Wives, although I hope it's not a spoiler to say that my book um, does not involve robot housewives. I also want to say a few words about libraries while I'm here. Having spent the past year cooped up in my apartment, I've become keenly aware of all the public places that I truly miss. Right near the top are libraries and librarians. One of my favorite activities pre-COVID was taking walks to various libraries in my local network, the Minuteman Library Network um, in Greater Boston, and spending an afternoon browsing books, reading, chatting to librarians. I really miss it, and I want you all to know just how much I appreciate librarians as both a reader and as a writer. I know how much you do. So stay healthy out there, um, and I hope you enjoy my new book. Wow, what a spoiler. Yeah, i to give him a call. No, thank you. And he's totally right. That song by the police is very creepy and a perfect inspiration for this book so uh thank you peter okay well i think that's that's it that's those are our titles you say it like that's and, it we had four books that's insane true. that's it <laughs> <laughs> that's super fantastic yeah um yeah and each and every one of them brings something special to the table for readers for yeah. For all of us so it's so nice to see them get the recognition they deserve um 
and yeah, we so appreciate them giving us a call. Yes, and you can give us uh, a call too. A shameless plug, but we do have a voicemail, <laughs> and uh, we love hearing from our authors every month. But we would love to hear from you. So two one two two zero seven 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 three, and give us a call, and uh, we'll play it on the show. Be fun. Send you some books. Tell us what you're reading. Tell us if you voted for library reads. I don't know. Is that illegal? Is that, I hope not like a, re- <laughs> a regular vote, right? They can tell us. Um, tell us if you voted. Tell us what books you're loving or what you voted for and you didn't make the list. I don't know. Tell us. We'd love to hear it. Um, and hopefully we'll be back next month. Yes, we will. All right, everyone. Be well. Stay safe. Keep reading. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Library Love Fest podcast. For more information on this week's episode, go to librarylovefest.com. Enjoying the show? We would love to hear what you think. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at Library Love Fest and on Instagram at Harper Library. Be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and share the show with a friend. Lastly, if you enjoy our show, we bet you'll enjoy all of the other podcasts from HarperCollins Publishers. Find a list of shows at harpercollins.com forward slash podcast. See you next week.